Good afternoon to everybody listening in. This is live from the Hive outside on the Rogolski patio. I am Ryan Schistel, joined by Bailey Winfrey, Brooke Hass, Sierra Mari, and Ryan Sanis. And I'm pass it off to Jorge really quick so he can say hello in Spanish. <laughs> Buenos dias. This is a salt word. I've never done this. <laughs> but have a good day. <laughs> so I am going to start off the show today with St. Ambrose Sports, and we will start off with the baseball team. The baseball team is actually currently playing at Judson University in Elgin, Illinois. They are in game one of their doubleheader right now, and they are winning 3-1 to one in the top of the seventh inning. Sean Rigsby is currently up to the plate. He's 0-3 so far in this one, and Tommy Louch is pitching for the Eagles at Judson. Louch has 6.2 innings pitched with no earned runs, one strikeout, no walks, and 71 total pitches. Overall, so far this season, the St. Ambrose Fighting Bees are 21-6 and 12-3 in their conference. They most recently came off of a doubleheader win on the 10th, winning the first game 14-4 and the second game 11-3. In that 14-4 win, it was Nick Volmer getting the win. Adrian Ziataro was 4-for-5. Mike Snow was 3-for-4. Chris McFarland had two doubles. Nate Villagomez had a double. And the player of the game was Brendan Butler, who had a two-home run game, including a grand slam and five RBIs. In the second game, the Bees won 11-3. And it was Frankie Quinn getting the win there with 10 strikeouts. He just gave up two hits. Chris McFarland had two hits. Mike Snow also had two, as well as Bryce Vincent. Sean Rigsby had three. Cooper Huckabone had a triple. And the player of the game was Aiden Ziatara, who was 5-for-5 with a hit-by-pitch. In softball action for the Fighting Bees, the girls' softball team is currently 22-5 and and 6-2 in conference. They most recently won a doubleheader against Judson University, winning the first game 11-2 in five innings, and the second game 5-0. The girls' softball team has been very strong so far this season, and their next game will actually be played today. It's a doubleheader starting at 3 p.m. at Trinity Christian College in Palos Heights, Illinois. That, those two games have been rescheduled from the April 1st games that were rained out. Then they will go to the University of St. Francis in Joliet on the 12th where they will play another doubleheader and then they will return home on the 20th for a doubleheader against the number 24 ranked St. Xavier University Cougars. That game starts at 4 p.m. followed by the doubleheader after that. Then it's time for men's lacrosse action. 
men's lacrosse currently ranked number one in the nation, undefeated so far. They most recently beat Midland University 13-3 to on the road, and they finish out their season tomorrow at Clark University at 7 p.m. in Dubuque, where they will hopefully win, keep that undefeated season. Oh, I'm sorry, Bailey has reminded me that game actually was canceled, and it looks like they may have actually been awarded a win per forfeit by Clark. So that would mean that their next game is April 16th against a team that is TBA in the KCAC tournament quarterfinals, and that game should be played here at St. Ambrose at the St. Vincent Complex. For the women's lacrosse team, they most recently beat Midland as well, 20-7, to after coming off of a rough 2-21 to loss at Butler University. So their season actually has also ended with a Clark forfeit. So they end 10-3, and 6-2 and in conference, and they should also be playing on the 16th at home in the first round of the KCAC tournament. So now I am going to hand it over to Miss Bailey Winfrey for some B-Fun Facts. So in honor of the new bee houses being put up on St. Ambrose campus and at St. Vincent's, I have some bee fun facts. So the practice of beekeeping dates back at least 4,500 years, if not more. In a six to eight week lifespan, a worker bee will fly the equivalent distance of the earth one and a half times. Honeybees are the only insect that produces food consumed by humans. During a single collection trip, a honeybee will visit anywhere from 50 to 100 flowers. Brooke, do you have any bee fun facts? I know that they're really cute. In order to make a pound of honey, a hive of bees must fly 55,000 miles. And for the final fun fact, honey bees don't sleep. Instead, they spend their nights motionless, conserving their energy for their next day's activities. So I believe next we're going to Sierra to talk about a club on campus. These chairs are really heavy. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the bee bikes that we have on campus, and they're available. <laughs> they're available to anyone, and basically you could just ride around campus. You know, easy transportation, and it's very accessible to all. So if you go to St. Ambrose and you're looking for an easy way of transporting to your classes or anywhere else. Go look into the bee bikes. And you can get them at the WRC. And thank you so much, Bailey, for telling me about that. Um, and also, I'm. Is there a cost? So, a random guy just asked if there's a cost. <laughs> and you just need your student ID. So, it is cheap, easy, and accessible 
to St. Ambrose students. I'm also going to be going into a popsicle recipe for the summer. <laughs> Yay! So summer is all is all heat, right? And popsicles are an amazing way of cooling you down in the summertime, okay? So what you're going to be doing is blending up some frozen fruits. I prefer mango, watermelon, cherries are delicious as well. And you blend up this fruit. <laughs> you find any mold that you can put it in and freeze. <laughs> and you pour the juice into the mold <laughs> and you freeze it. <laughs> Four to six hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can take it out of your freezer and you have a delicious popsicle for the summertime. And normally the weather has been really cold but <laughs> and rainy, but today are amazing days that are perfect for this summer tree. So this was my segment on Live from the Hive, not in the basement of Cosgrove like we normally do, rather on the outside patio in, sun, in front of Rogowski, and my name is Sierra. Thank you. Thanks, Sierra, for that popsicle recipe. We're all in the mood for summer as the sun's kind of peeking out here just a little bit. Um, so Sierra passed it over to me, Brooke, and I have another fun little question for everybody today. Um, it's not cars this time. This time it's what kind of caffeinated drink or coffee drink do you think each of the department faculty would drink? So I guess faculty and staff. So first we're going to start with our department chair, Jim Bauman. And I think Jim would drink like a, like a, um, like a Frappuccino from Starbucks, like a chocolate chip Frappuccino. <laughs> no, the G-Wagon was Brett. I feel like he'd do like a mocha Frappuccino or like black coffee with like two sugars and a cream. Uh, Jim kind of strikes me as a green tea drinker. I don't know why, but he seems like he would like a nice glass of green tea. I, I think you you can add uh, honey to certain types of teas, and it's supposed to be pretty good. So uh, I, I would say that. Um, but I guess for other members of the comm department and their... Okay, never mind. Brooke told me something else. Sierra. So I would recommend, Jim, probably a mocha iced coffee from Village Inn. That seems like his kind of energy right there. <laughs> and be sure to go visit Sierra at Village Inn because she is a great waitress. Um, next up is Brett Billman. And I think that Brett Billman would have, like, a caramel latte with, like, oat milk or something. Because I feel like he's just, like into that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's just me seeing that or not. I feel like Brett's Starbucks order is like a straight black nitro cold brew. Yeah, okay. Nah, I feel like Brett would drink a black coffee, but he would put a lot of cream in it. Maybe a little too much cream that it just tastes like milk, but I feel like it's just a lot of cream in his coffee. I'm going to go with sort of a, a different pick here and go with energy drinks. I, I think in college he may have uh, 
perhaps had a food aversion to uh, energy drinks from drinking too many of them, so now he's switched over to coffee of some kind. That's just my hypothesis, but who knows? Uh, I personally do not know him, but I know that he is, uh, he would definitely sit in a G-Wagon, probably with a black coffee in his, um, <laughs> okay, I'm, I was informed to stop talking. <laughs> okay, next up is Dr. Marianne Fenn. I would say Dr. Fenn would drink, like, a black coffee with maybe just like a little bit of cream and sugar because I feel like she's just usually like straight to the point she's all business and I feel like she's just like just a little bit of cream and sugar in her black coffee I feel like she has it down to a science like she has a specific spoon she uses for sugar with like I don't know a measurement of creamer I don't know I, I've never had her so yeah, yet. I wouldn't know. Um, but maybe something really basic, just a coffee with cream and sugar mixed in. I know that's my mom's a teacher. That's her go-to. It's a lot of her teacher friends go to. So, I don't know. We'll just go basic and give her that. She strikes me as a health nut, so I'm going to go with uh, sort of a fancy type of tea from uh, around the globe. Perhaps yerba mate or uh, kombucha or something like that. So, uh Yes. Uh, oat milk. Awesome. So we've made it back around to Liz LaRoe. And I feel like Liz is always on the go. So I feel like she needs something with a little... Actually, I know what she drinks because I went to the Beehive and got her a coffee one time. Um, I think it was coffee with milk. That's what she got. But I feel like um, if she can get like an extra couple shots of espresso, she'd probably do that. I was going to say a caramel macchiato hot with, like, two extra shots of espresso. Well, if she's always on the go, she's probably going to need some energy, so maybe a nice Red Bull. Maybe a few Red Bulls in there. I'm surprised that nobody's mentioned um, Keurig coffee. She strikes me as somebody who, again, is very busy, so she would make her coffee at home. So I would say regular Keurig. I would say mild roast or medium roast um personally if she's always on the go then maybe a portable smoothie maker so you could take that fresh frozen fruit that you put into your pop and popsicle and pop that into the blender and then pop it out and then you have that smoothie Okay, we've made it around to Alan Savelle, and I think that Savelle drinks a dark roast black cup of coffee. Just classic, straight to the point. Absolutely. No cream, no sugar, straight black. I don't think Mr. Savelle would be Mr. Savelle without just a straight black cup of coffee. I can confirm, being down to his office many times, his office has reeked of, of, of dark roast coffee. It has always smelled like coffee, um, and, and I don't see that ever changing. I agree. All right, now for the David Baker. I don't really know that Dave drinks coffee. Dave does not drink coffee, so I would say 
He might drink like a Monster Energy drink. Uh, what's your favorite flavor, Dave? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. Lemon, like a lemon. A lemon. Okay, like a lemon lime. Could see him going to Atomic. Dave doesn't like coffee, so like a cream frappuccino from Starbucks with like caramel in it or something. I don't know, like a milkshake. Well, he is sitting next to us, and I just so happen to look down. He has a Diet Dr. Pepper. Kind of boring. So I would say, I don't know, you kind of strike me as a monster drinker. Having worked up in radio, I've seen Dave get a Diet Mountain Dew from the vending machine up there in a vending machine that has outdated drinks. Fix up, everybody. Mountain Dew. Okay, now is Duke. Oh my gosh, I feel like Duke is probably just a coffee person, but I I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen Duke drink coffee before. Have you have you guys? Mountain Dew. Okay, yeah. For some reason that doesn't surprise me. Duke and Dave go hand in hand with that Mountain Dew. I feel like if you were to drink coffee, it'd be like black with just like a little bit of cream, kind of plain. Yeah, it's Mountain Dew for Duke. I just I know that. Um, he's always got that high energy too after drinking a nice cold Mountain Dew. So it's pretty fun in his class when you get into the afternoons. He seems like a man that doesn't need much energy, so I don't think he he has energy drinks or drinks energy drinks. He may, and I've seen him before, but I I I would think he'd be fine without it. Soda. Okay, so since we've made it through everybody, I wanted to open the mic up to you guys. What is your favorite coffee drink and or your favorite place to get coffee in the Quad Cities? So I'll go first. I am either just regular coffee with cream or, if I'm feeling fun, a caramel latte from Dunn Brothers on Middle Road. You can't go wrong with them. I love them. I'm not really a coffee drinker, but I am a sucker for energy teas from Grace and Grit Nutrition in Geneseo. So Brooke and I were actually talking about this earlier around 11 o'clock when I first got here. I actually haven't tried any of the different coffee places in the Quad Cities yet. I'm not a huge coffee drinker. So I will say one thing I do love is here on campus, it is the Stingers. I probably get at least two to three a week now. I sort of switch it up between plain black coffee and different types of tea. I'm a big Earl Grey tea fan. Um, I don't really get that, I guess, anywhere. I would sort of brew it myself in uh, my dorm, or I would get it, you know, where I work at in the mornings. So I really like this vanilla latte from 392. Very, very delicious. What? Oh, I'm not done. And then energy drinks. Um, my favorite energy drink. Uh, oh, Atomic. Duh, Atomic is so good. I love that place so much. Pink drink with mango and pineapple. Delicious. You can also put that in the blender and make a popsicle out of that. 
I would just like to say also that the SAU cafeteria in Cosgrove actually has tea. They, I did not know this. It has taken me four years to realize that they have tea and they have hot water. Um, I've always gotten coffee from there, so it was a pleasant surprise to see that. Anyway. By the way, before I hand the mic off, just really quick, St. Ambrose did win their first baseball game in the doubleheader 3-1 to one today. Hi, I'm Danny, and I think my favorite coffee has to be a salted caramel mocha. But when I'm not really feeling coffee, I really enjoy the energetic Italian sodas from the Brood Book on Harrison. They have this one called the Enchanted Rose. And the guy who makes them, he puts like strawberry smoothie stuff on top of it to look like the falling petals from the rose. It is super cool. Definitely go try it out. It's amazing. <laughs> All right, now that we made it through our comm staff, we're going to make it through the comm student staff, starting with Brooke. What do we think Brooke will drink outside of what she said? Oh, I feel like Brooke, I feel like Brooke's pretty basic, and she'll just get her coffee with cream and sugar. No sugar, huh? Just cream? Huh. That honestly isn't shock me, and really quick, because I think Bailey will get mad at me if I don't say anything, the St. Ambrose University co-ed cheer team are national champions. Woo! Woo! Okay. Um, you mentioned not getting sugar but getting cream in your coffee, and that brings up an interesting point. Wouldn't the sugar sink to the bottom? And like it would taste really sweet at the bottom, but like nowhere else. Well, if you mix it, well, I don't know if it really does dissolve, Mr. Ryan. But anyway, we we can we can get into a discussion about uh, coffee flavorings another day. Brooke, just like Savelle, is straightforward and concise. She's drinking some black coffee with a little spice and cream. <laughs> All right, what do we think Sierra is drinking? I feel like Sierra likes sweet coffee drinks. If they're if they're coffee drinks, I guess. They could be like atomic atomic energy drinks or something fun, fruity and sweet, I would say. The only drink I ever hear Sierra talk about is boba. So, just boba tea. That's all I ever hear her talk about. I would say some sh sweet, sugary, uh, canned drink that you'd buy at like a gas station or something. Um, yes, what what uh, Bailey and Brooke are currently holding up. I do not know the name of them. Alani. Alani. Never heard of it. I think she would drink matcha. So good. Green tea. So good. Me. Oh yeah. I also think she would def. Everybody's right. Boba is probably the best thing, honestly. It's so dang good. Green tea smoothie boba with red bean in the bottom, delicious. Brown sugar milk tea boba, even more delicious. I would just like to say we are out here on the Rogalski Center patio. It is a nice sunny afternoon here at St. Ambrose. There's a lot of activity going on. 
Um, track and field is currently uh, warming up. I see my friends Matt and Chris. Wave to me, Matt and Chris. Hello. Um, do good in practice today, boys. Um, anyway. I don't know. Anybody else that we can think of drinks-wise? Oh, both of us? Well, I guess we can start off with Ryan Sandis since he's an old man now. Um, <laughs> I think Ryan Sandis just drinks a nice hot black coffee. I feel like I could see you drinking, like, an iced coffee, like a nitro cold brew possibly, but not very often. I would also say black coffee or, um, like, a pure leaf tea. Because he mentioned it before, I know he's drinking some Earl Grey tea in Cosgrove. I know he is every single day. That is a true statement. All right, it comes down to me. What do you guys think? I'll start it off with. Uh, I'll start it off with Brooke. I'm gonna say an energy drink, like a. Um, what are those? Is it like rain or something like that? Rain. Or Celsius. Yeah. I could see you drinking a Celsius. Well, first off, if I had to choose an energy drink, it's going to be Bang Energy Drink. I will guess that your favorite flavor is Blue Raz or Rosé flavored that you can get in the Rogowski Center food court. It's actually grape. <laughs> wow, Ryan and I really do know each other. Um, it's Grape Bang. And also, if it's not... Then it's probably <laughs> it's probably he's drinking uh, I forgot. I will say one thing that all my friends always are trying to get me to get at Starbucks is it's like a vanilla bean latte or something. I don't know. I might I might have that one wrong, but whatever it is, they've really wanted me to try it. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, sure, I think that's it. I don't really remember. And now we're going to hand it off to Brooke. All right, guys, thanks so much for participating in our coffee Q&A today. Um, and thanks again to everybody who's sitting out here listening to us um, from live from the hive from the patio today. Um, I just really quick wanted to go over a couple of events that we've got coming up. So tomorrow night in the basement of Cosgrove Hall, um, we're going to have therapy dogs from QC Can um, from 6 to 7 p.m. So be sure to come out and say hi to the furry friends. Um, you can see more information about that um, if you got an email here soon, or you can see it on our social media. Um, we also have our third Sunday jazz coming up on April 17th, and that's at the River Music Experience downtown Davenport. We'll be there at 4. Um, I believe it starts at 5. Um, and then we'll have some Earth Day events going on on April 22nd, so next Friday. Um, so be sure to watch out our social media for that, too. I'm going to pass it one more time over to Ryan Schistel here really quickly before we wrap it up for the day. Yeah, hi, very quickly. I just have a question for Dave Baker, our boss. Um, since it's nicer out, I'm really enjoying this. Can we maybe do this from the patio one or two more times? Cool, because that's, I don't know, I'm liking it out here. I put on pants because I had shorts on when it was colder, but now I'm now I'm really enjoying this. All right, and I think that's about it. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. 
Awesome. Thanks again to everybody. So we're going to wrap it up here really quick. This has been the eighth episode of Live from the Hive. And if you have missed any episodes, you can catch up on SoundCloud by searching for KALA Radio and looking for the playlist Live from the Hive. Live from the Hive is brought to you by KALA-FM and the St. Ambrose Department of Communication and Digital Media. Special thanks to all of our guests today for coming on and talking about their coffee. Um, you can find um, you can find KALA on Instagram at KALA.FM and on Facebook at KALA Radio. You can't catch us next week, but catch us the following week on 88.5 FM at 2.30 for more sports, campus information, and much more. Thanks for listening. For your continued support, student segments written by Ryan Schistel, David Myers, Sierra Mari, Ryan Sandis, and Brooke Hass. And the production is by David Baker. Thank you.